that's actually very, very hard to work in. Um, and, and for several reasons. And, but the primary one, I'll go into that during the training, but uh, in terms of my own experience is that I actually learned that when it kind of had this thought related to my kids before they were born, I was thinking about that. How am I going to show up with my kids? And I, and I had understood, like I thought about intentionality and being intentional, setting intentions, uh, being in a better state, being present. I thought about a lot of that stuff. I'm like, okay, that's the stuff that I'm going to work on and, and might or might not be successful in, in the moment. But then who's actually, what's the automatic that's showing up? And that's a challenge because if our automatic is not, is communicating something that we're not, we don't want to communicate, then it tends to create a negative reaction in the environment. And that can apply in, in our personal life and, and business. So for example, with my kids, I might want to show up as the best dad in my mind, whatever that looks like, but the reaction from the kid is the complete opposite, how they receive me. And, or let's take business. Like I've had um, a couple of my clients who've gone to these events and they're like, uh, and, and it's very interesting because we assume that in business, if somebody has a lot of resources and they have influence in terms of like they have capital and everything, they will get connected to people and they move forward. I haven't, I've seen the opposite of that sometimes. Sometimes people, somebody would be successful and they want to get into a deal and they have a hard time connecting with collaborators. And so they can't establish that trust because what they want to communicate is different from what their body is communicating. And and they keep getting frustrated. It's like, what the hell is happening here? Until we kind of dig deeper and find out, oh, oh, there's a lot happening in the background. I'll go get into that in a little bit uh, because this is going to affect so many things. It affects our personal relationships. It affects our business relationships and everything in between. If there is everything in between. So let's start officially start. This is communication, and just as just as a benchmark. We tend to focus mostly on words and words, as we have learned, you will hear this number a lot are 7%, 7%. of communication. <laughs> the rest is body language and tonality. And this is like, it, it, it takes a little bit to sink in. So how does body language and tonality show up? So this was actually very interesting. So when I, my first class in psychology that I took was when you become aware of like, oh, you can become aware of people's patterns. Maybe you can shift and act a certain way. So, and, and now you're thinking about, and then now you're like, I can notice this behavior in somebody and I can, I can shift my behavior. It doesn't work. The more you become frightened and we're, and that's what makes us very natural psychologists. We don't have to consciously notice. It's just that our system, like we, we, we notice people's emotions. For example, we know that we have mirrored neurons. We can, we can see people's emotions without even no, consciously knowing what they are, but we pick up on it. We mimic. Them. So if somebody's feeling a certain way about us, we pick it up really fast, much faster than before somebody opens their mouth before they are about to say something. So this is why a lot of like it. it especially when you're thinking about sales, when you're thinking about influence, a lot of it happens before you even open your mouth, to be honest. You can't, you can only control parts of it, 
and you can work on that. But much of it is at the subconscious level. That means that the work happens in our day-to-day -day life. It doesn't happen before getting into a conference, before you, uh, in a, for example, on a birthday with your kid or with your wife or something. Like the work, it happens the way we think about ourselves, the way we think about others, the way we feel. How do we manage those little things on a day-to-day -day basis? And, and this is where it becomes like, the work is consistent. That whatever thoughts we have on a consistent basis, whatever feelings we have, doesn't mean that whatever like momentary thought you have about somebody determines how you feel and how your body changes. But it's how we react to these thoughts and emotions and how on an, in a, at a micro level in our day-to-day -day basis, how we deal with them. So as an example, if um, our life partner, our uh, spouse says something, the way you react to that in that moment is one thing, but the way you react to that consistently is a whole different other thing. So the thing that you react to consistently is how your brain gets wired, how your facial, uh, the facial features change, how your body changes along with that. The kind, and this is why people say that the people that you're around will determine how you will show up in the world because they influence your thinking, they influence your behavior, they influence your emotions. So the work is consistent and the work is not necessarily just at the level of language is just one thing. It's a powerful thing, but it's one thing. Uh, and so, so if, if this part doesn't work, like if you're not doing the work on a consistent basis, if you're not aware of your thoughts, if you're not aware of how you're reacting to people, if you're not, uh, aware of how you're reacting in general, what are the thoughts you're thinking on a consistent basis? And if there are consistently negative thoughts by negative thoughts, I mean, like your attitude is like, oh, the hell everything is going to shit. Then that's the attitude that shows up when you're around other people, even though you might do a good job of masking it, they might get the feeling around that. And, and this, this means that, um, and this is where authenticity matters, that the way you show up with yourself on a consistent basis when you're alone is huge for when you show up socially. You can't separate the two. You can try to, but people see through that at some level. And then the second one, so knowing that kind of working, this is the work that we're doing. This is why we're doing a lot of thinking around our vision. This is why we're doing a lot of thinking around how we want to show up with people. This is why the daily work matters. This is why the daily discipline matters. This is why the daily awareness of our own thoughts, our own emotions, our own behavior matters. That's what being conscious is. So that's, that's the basis of it. That's much of the work is there. Now, assuming that you've done that work, then the other part is intentions and outcome. This is where a lot of people uh, fail. So for example, when you get into a meeting, like when we came in here, there was an intention. here. The intention was this was going to be a training session. And the outcome was that you're going to gain out of it in relation to a specific topic. Right? So we knew clearly what to go towards. Now the challenge is whether it's team meetings with uh, team meetings or being with your family or, or we never, un we never have any intention or if we do, it's vague and we don't know what our outcome is. For example, somebody's talking to their family member. They just get into an argument by they, I mean, I have in the past 
<laughs> you get into an argument before you know it, you have no idea what the argument was about because you didn't know what your outcome was. You didn't know what your intentions were for that. It's so easy, right? It's, it's so easy for that to, to happen because as soon as some things get, get triggered, it's very hard to pull ourselves back. And, and this is why setting intentions for almost every context that you go to, it kind of, you can't change every variable in that moment, but it reminds you of what to be aware of, at least at a bigger level. So when your thoughts go in a different direction, some other topic comes up, or when you're trying to, let's say, influence your, your son or your spouse in a positive way or connect with them, and the something comes up around arguing with them, and that's not going to achieve the connection thing, then maybe arguing is not the priority. Maybe stepping back and saying, hey, no, I know that we're getting tensed up here, but what I really want to do is connect around this. Like, how can we get, like, that's reminding yourself and the other person around that thing is that, hey, I'm not trying to argue. My intention is to connect. How can we do that? That is a very hard thing to do in, in, in person and practicing that is really important. I know this because and that will carry over in your business world too, because I know right now I have clients who have a very, very hard time dealing with their team members and their multifamily teams because they never dealt with that in their personal life. And they're finding out that now they have to go back and deal with that. It's very interesting to watch that. It, it's a leadership challenge. And it's very hard, including for me. It's like, these are the things that are very hard to model. And there are times where you will do well, there are times you won't, but on average, you need to be consistently growing in that area. It's not about being perfect. It's not about being great. It's about growing. So intentions have a purpose. It means that it reminds you of what is important to you in that moment. The outcome has a purpose. It reminds you of what you're trying to achieve here. What's the purpose? Um, but what, by growing, I mean, is that every time you come across these, um, these scenarios, these contexts, whether it's in your personal life with your, with your son, with your spouse, with a team member there, each of them are an opportunity for you to grow an opportunity for, for you to grow, to, to connect with a better version of yourself, which means that when you do that then you're naturally growing in terms of your communication with others. You're naturally growing in terms of your empathy. You're naturally growing in terms of how you think about situations. You're open, you're more curious. You, and and this, is, this is the amazing thing about life. Life will keep throwing opportunities at, at people. Most of the time, people will think that those are not opportunities. They might come in the form of a negative comment from somebody. They might come in the form of a great conversation. They might come in the form of a setback. Whatever it might be, uh, it's an opportunity for us to grow. And in those moments is what determines our character. Because that becomes our behavior on a consistent basis. And we, don't, we, we stop being aware of it because it's so automatic. And then this is where memory, one last thing I would mention, and we can have a discussion around this. Memory and emotions are really important. So memory is one of those amazing things for human beings is the thing that makes us human is actually our powerful ability to remember, remember things, remember context, situations, and make sense of them. It's, it's an incredibly powerful ability. The thing that makes us amazing is the thing that breaks us down too, because we also remember those negative things about people and our, we remember our pain and hurt and so many things. And what do we do? 
those same things that we haven't dealt with, they come into a current context. It comes into the current relationship. And what it brings is the same emotions, especially if they were painful emotions. All of a sudden, your system kind of gets alarmed by something somebody says or does. It has nothing to do with the situation. And you react a certain way. And you're not aware of why you're reacting because your body's reacting. And it goes full circle back to that general attitude and habits and how you think of yourself, how you perceive yourself and all that stuff. So, and, and finally, that the words part, the 7% words have a huge weight when the internal system is aligned. The words have little weight when the system is online for you. And that's why they say is that like, and like we all have a natural distrust of many politicians for a reason, because their words, as great as they are in terms of their words, their behavior doesn't match it. Their body at times don't match it. Their expressions don't match it. We have the same distrust of other people who come across like they're speaking all the right words. But then as soon as you align the behavior, your intentions are in the right place. You're connecting with, you, you want to connect with people. You are curious. You don't need to be perfect, but you're, they can feel you. They can feel that you're showing up as an authentic version of you, whatever it is. Then the words have a bigger impact. The words have a much, much bigger impact. And the same word you use being aligned is, has a very different feeling than the same word that you use if you were not. So if you were modeling leadership and you, you talk about leadership, then it has a bigger impact. If you're not modeling leadership and you talk about leadership, it has no impact or probably negative impact. 